Thank you once again for tuning in to another edition of Henry's Dashboard Dialogues, where we take a look around here in the city of Glasgow, things that keep changing, things that keep improving, things that need to be done. It's just a little conversation as we look from the dashboard throughout the city. And I'm really tickled to have a good man here with me as a guest today, a guy that has taken on a big challenge, too. This is Mike Darnell. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Great, Henry. How are you today? I'm good. Now, Mike Darnell has been around a long time. Probably a lot of people know you, Mike, from your long-time involvement with Madison Smith Machine and Tool Company. Yes, lived in Barron County since 1989 and worked uh-huh. at Madison Smith. And one of the things that they know about you from that is that you've been involved in some very large projects, some very challenging projects, and you know how to get things done. Mike is here to talk about the building on the corner of the Glasgow Square at 100 South Public Square, most familiarly known as the Morris Building. That's correct. Now, Mike and some family members decided what? How long has it been now? A year ago. Decided, let's make a difference. Anybody that's listening to us now will have driven by that a thousand times. Exactly. And never thought too much about it. There's been a lot of different businesses in there over the years. I know you've done a lot of research. Let's talk about where this building started and what you know about its history, Mike. Well, Morris comes from the fact that the uh, proprietor, owner, was Emmanuel Morris Mm -hmm. and his family. Mm -hmm. He was a... German immigrant, Jewish faith, mm-hmm. that moved into Barron County sometime in the 1850s from Louisville. Okay. And uh, he married someone from Metcalf County, and they had three children, and she passed away. So mm-hmm. he was shortly after that. Mm-hmm. So he was single, but at some point in that time, he decided to start a, a dry goods store. Okay. And I'm not sure exactly the date this building was here, but I've seen a listing of businesses for Morris Dry Goods in the old Glasgow paper in 1865, but I'm not sure if it was in that building because there was no address. Do you have an indication of what dry goods might have been back in the 1860s? It uh, included clothing. Mm -hmm. uh, One ad I saw referred to calico material Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, groceries, canned goods, Mm -hmm. things like that, Mm -hmm. uh, the way I understand it, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, dried beans and stuff. So it was a sort of your all-purpose, maybe a Walmart of (laughs) uh without refrigeration and all that kind of thing. So you bought a building that the walls were put up in 1860-something? Well, either between the building was built between 1865 and 1880, I'm okay. sure. Okay. Now, I can't pin it down exactly, but yes, mm-hmm. no later than 1880. That's a daunting thing to consider, yeah. isn't it? It's a thing to honor, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because it's been here all this time, and uh, it was in disrepair, but it's just uh, such a unusual and unique building, and I think asset to the community, and that's the reason we decided to buy it, because it's we didn't want to see it fall in. Sure. And- Quite honestly, we'll talk about that in a minute, but it kind of already was, wasn't it? Uh, it was close. Yeah. And I there mean, was, there have been times that one time it was, I think, condemned. Mm-hmm, so yeah. um, I get the feeling from your description and other things that one point in time, this was a show place. Well, it was, I think, the largest uh, business in the county, perhaps, at one time. Mm-hmm. It was definitely the largest dry goods store mm-hmm. in terms of a retail business. Right. He was a very good businessman. He owned a lot of property. In fact, at one time, he lived up the street on the square. Mm-hmm. And apparently in 1891, there was a fire that burned a lot of the South 
part of the square, including part of this building. Now, I'm mm-hmm. not sure what survived and what didn't, mm-hmm. but the brick walls, I'm pretty sure, survived. Those buildings were made to sort of fall in on themselves and mm-hmm. burn the wood up. It was quite active in you know the history of Glasgow from then until now. When you think about buying a building that's that old, you want to see this a vital part of downtown Glasgow. You didn't remodel this or am not remodeling this because you have in mind some business you personally want to put there. No, no. Our main goal was to save the building. Right. Because we just we just believe in doing that. And are, and always are big fans of people that do that. And mm-hmm. luckily in this town, we've got people that are doing it and have done that. We want to be a part of that. Sure. Uh, we have no business in mind for that. Mm-hmm. The building, we're going to, we'll build it to suit whoever mm-hmm. wants to lease it on the inside. But I bet you've got a lot of inquiry. We've had several inquiries, but nothing firm yet that mm-hmm. is definite. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how it goes. We're several months. Hopefully, we'll have it ready at the end of the year, but mm-hmm. we just have to see how it goes. So you have spent your entire career working at, at Madison Smith, for example, where you help people fix problems that they didn't know they needed to fix. What have you stumbled on down here at the Morris Building? <laughs> well, there's a lot of problems, but there's a lot of... A lot of unique and interesting things. I've learned a lot about the skilled craftsmen that built things by hand mm-hmm. in the eighteen late 1800s. Mm-hmm. The, uh, there are some things in there that are just amazing to me that they were able to do mm-hmm. when they built it. I wish I knew who built it. I'd sure put, a, put their name on it somewhere because there's parts of it that's that kind of workmanship. Have you found anything in there as you look and said, what? What is this? What You can't figure out what it really was used for? <laughs> Not exactly. Uh, I found an old whiskey bottle that had... <laughs> had <laughs> that was part had, of the construction, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It had an imprint on it that said, uh, federal law forbids uh, sale or reuse of this bottle. And I, <laughs> I, I looked that up, and that's from right after Prohibition, okay. when the federal government wanted to make sure all the liquor was taxed and the bootleggers weren't filling... Refilling it. Yeah, yeah. refilling it. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess that's one of the yeah. one of the things. But you know, lots of old nails that you can date back to the eighteen hundreds and mm-hmm. things like that yeah. and some metal and stuff. Yeah. But uh nothing nothing super interesting. No gold or no body, so that's good. There is a really historic story about the front of the Morris building that I want people to begin to take notice of. Yeah, it's a uh, a metal cast iron stamp metal and cast iron front from a company george mesker uh, from evansville Mm -hmm. and the mesker family actually formed two businesses one in st louis and one in evansville that uh, provided in the late 1800s and early 1900 prefab storefronts for businesses or buildings you know as the country expanded westward Mm -hmm. there's there's a lot in the midwest Mm -hmm. but you'll find them all the way there's even one in alaska they're very ornate aren't they they're ornate they uh, have distinctive markings and features that people that study that kind of thing know about they weren't the only metal front type building company but they were probably the most unique and largest. And at one time, there were 50,000 of the Mesker storefronts on buildings in this mm-hmm. country. And there's a project underway to document those. And now there's 4,000 that they've mm-hmm. documented. Three of them here in Glasgow. That's pretty good for a, a town like us. And I'm glad that you find it in your heart to want to preserve that part of our heritage, too. Well, it's just one of those things that makes it interesting. Yeah, you know, yeah it does. For part, sure. Part of the town's history as well mm-hmm. as the building's history. There are two stories on the front part, which was the original building then mm-hmm. when it was built there was nothing behind it or mm-hmm. to the west 
side of mm-hmm. it. Then they added on in about uh, 1900 mm-hmm. and put the back part on. You all have taken it all the way to the roof, haven't you? Yeah. Well, the first thing we had to do was get a roof on mm-hmm. it because the roof was in, in very bad shape, which had caused a lot of damage in the building. Mm-hmm. In the front part of the building, we had to take out the top floor and the bottom floor because of termites and water damage mm-hmm. from the roof. There wasn't enough to save. Now, we're saving all the all the wood we can to mm-hmm. repurpose within the building. We talked about it was built as a show place. It's also going to be a show place when you all get done with it, too. Well, we hope so. One of my sons said, uh, this building is so cool, we just can't mess it up. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and <laughs> and I, that's sort of what we that's guiding us as we do it. I found that a lot of young people that go in there, they appreciate the old buildings when they see some of that stuff. And uh, that's exciting. I think we're seeing it in our community because a lot of younger families are being involved in things and and are involved in some of these buildings that are being restored. We're seeing in the downtown area of Glasgow, as well as other areas of Glasgow, people are saying, you know, we really have something here. To me, it's a quality of life thing Mm -hmm. for the community. It's an economic thing for the Mm -hmm. community Mm -hmm. that the character of the Town draws people in, uh, sure. and it's, you know, that kind of thing that yeah. that makes it interesting and a place that people want to be. Tell me the name of the company that you formed with some of your family members. Zat Properties was formed when we owned Madison Smith Machine uh, mm-hmm. by Dale and Mavis Smith, mm-hmm. and it was um, formed to buy some real estate that we had opportunity to buy at that time, and it involves... Um, Mavis is the president and matriarch of okay, the company, right, of course. Right, certainly. And, uh, and it a fine involves, matriarch she is. And she, yes, that's right. And it involves uh, her kids, grandkids, mm-hmm. and great-grandkids. Okay. So it's it's truly a family opportunity, and everyone that's an owner either live in Glasgow or grew up in Glasgow, mm-hmm. and they were all for doing this. Good to see the young younger people interested in doing that. I appreciate you being with us here on Henry's Dashboard Dialogues, and we want an update from you, okay? We'll do it. Okay. Thanks for joining us on Henry's Dashboard Dialogues.